This is CliffCentral.com. Fashion Lab on CliffCentral.com. Welcome to the Fashion Lab show. My name is Lizo Gumba Regisford, your host, and thank you for tuning in once again. Now, today uh, is that time of the year where... We really look back. We are literally at the end of it. And uh, we look back uh, just being able to uh, touch base on some of the topics we've been able to discuss and dissect uh, at Fashion Lab here uh, on Cliff Central. And just being able to also have the opportunity to connect with such amazing minds, such amazing um, professionals within this industry who are really innovating and moving and shaking to the end, to the T. So um, allow me to uh, introduce, uh, first of all, our special contributors who, uh, when they're not plugged on the show, I can barely move. Like, literally, my legs are stuck and my, and my mouth gets stuck too. So we try to literally be uh, in the house together uh, just to be able to bring in different insights. And I hope that for those of you who've been tuning in through the years, I mean, this is almost three and something years that we've been going on weekly just dissecting the business behind fashion. We really hope that you have been able to acquire a lot of information and been able to also apply some of this, uh, you know, tips and tricks and, and just real, real talk that we have into your businesses to see yourself grow into a bigger and a better brand uh, today. Now, allow me to introduce to the show Edgy Benson, who is our a contributor from New York. Uh, he also runs NUE New York, and he's coming uh, live and direct with his echoes from New York. Welcome to the show, Edgy. Thank you, Liz. How are you? Fine, thank you. How are you? And uh, what? what are you wearing and who made your clothes? I got it first. <laughs> <laughs> you beat me to it. I beat you to it, Well, brother. I'm on change. I have, I have today a pair of Diesel skinny, oh olive color for Can we make a pledge that next year <laughs> we are only going to literally at this point ask you what you're wearing on the top so that we don't need to know what's... I don't care if it's a green one or a yellow one this time. We don't need to know what's on the bottom. We've had this conversation too many times. You would love this green though. You would love this, this olive. Okay, well. And I have a pair of Bali, a pair of nude Chelsea's from Bali. Chelsea boots and um, my favorite herringbone winter jacket, hooded, of course. And I feel good. I think for you, Edgy, what we'll do in future is if I ever travel with you, I'll just ask you to carry one t shirt, one pair of Chelsea boots, and one pair of denim, uh, diesel denim. Because that's what I do. No, because whether you people don't know that you actually change clothes, but you almost seem like a person who wears the same clothes every day. But anyway, that's for another day. Listen, that's for another day. That's for another day. Thank you for joining us. We definitely love uh, to have you uh, on the show. Thank you for your contribution and your time. Uh, allow me to roll over to our contributor, uh, Francisca Marzili, all the way from Lisbon, with her echoes from Europe. Welcome to the show, Francisca. I was waiting for the introduction, but <laughs> thank you. You couldn't wait anymore. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Liz. Thank you. How are you. I'm fine, thank you. And you guys, how are you doing, Francisca? Who are you wearing and who made your clothes? I'm I'm very well today. And um today I wear all as promised, all white outfits. Hmm, very <laughs> and, nice. Uh, high heels, of course. Hmm, very nice. And, and, and who I'll, made your I'll clothes? Send you pictures. Yeah, and who made your clothes? You're all white. <laughs> Who, who's the brand behind um, it, well, or who's the or who's the production? Is, uh, 
Benetton and uh, Zara and uh, Casa Dei Hills. It's very nice. Lovely to have you on the show today. And I know that if I had to Thank travel you. with you, um, I would actually have to probably, one of us would have to carry an extra or two cases of each other each other's overweight because we actually really change clothes and we really changed. But anyway, it's really good to have you on the show. Uh, thank you for joining us. Today, I am wearing a beautiful, beautiful dress. This is one of my really special pieces. Again, it is me. It's, I mean, and don't be upset for those who are thinking, why is she always wearing her? I try to switch it a bit, but truly, I have... 80% of Lizo Gumbo in my wardrobe. So I have no choice but to wear me. This is a beautiful, easy dress. And uh, I just love it because it's that time of the year. And it makes me feel like, whoo, 2018, here we come, Mekwe. So I'm wearing that. And I'm wearing some beautiful heels. And uh, I'm just feeling great today. So, yes, that's who I'm wearing. Uh, a quick reminder to those of you who are tuned in, my favorite segment at the end of the show is called Who Would You Want to Dress and Why? So feel free to share with us your who's and your why's because that is that special segment. We call it the red glass of vintage wine. It could be from Porto. It could be from Stellenbosch. It could be from anywhere in the world. Edgy doesn't know about this one, but at least Francisca does. So we will invite you to enjoy this. I can help. <laughs> yes. We will invite you guys who are tuned in to share with us this beautiful moment at the end of the show. Keep your tweets coming. We're on Fashion Lab AF on Twitter. And we are on Fashion Lab Africa on Facebook and Instagram. We'd love to hear from you. Another quick uh, reminder also is uh, if you're tuned in, if you have any special topics or conversations or uh, subject matters that you'd like us to dissect at the Fashion Lab here, uh, feel free to email us. Uh, we are on info at fashionlabafrica.com. And generally, you can find us on fashionlabafrica.com for more information about who we are and what we do. Uh, now, back to the conversation of today. Uh, Francisca and Edgy, it's been a pleasure having you guys through the year. Uh, Francisca, I think you joined us in April, was it? Or was it March? Yes. It was March. And uh, yeah. every week as we talk and as we have these uh, special guests who join us uh, within their different um, uh, spheres of influence within this value chain. Um, it's really been, uh, encouraging. It's been motivational. It's been innovative. It's been refreshing. It's been challenging, but at the same time, it makes us better in what we do, uh, in this industry. And I'm sure you'd both agree with that. So I want to touch base and start maybe on just going through topics through this year and some of the conversations that we've had and what they have actually done for your businesses. So first of all, I think maybe we're going to start with uh, you, Edgy. And uh, yes, it's ladies first, but we'll give you a chance today because it's that time of the year and we are feeling good. <laughs> Between me and Francisca, we, we are happy. So <laughs> so you can get that chance to just share with us who you are, what you do. Um, for our listeners who hear uh, from you normally, hear from Francisca, they don't really know what else you do in detail. And I think it's really important to just, first of all, introduce yourself uh, within what you do in this industry. And then we're going to touch base on some of the topics that have touched what you're doing uh, through the year. All right. So, um, well, I, all of you guys, I mean, you, you, my name is Edgy um, Benson, and um, I'm a fashion services provider. Uh, my company, NWE New York, uh, develops collections for designers uh, globally. We, when we say develop the co collections, means that we 
when the designer comes to us, they don't go anywhere anymore. Um, we develop the design idea. We, we develop the fabrics that go with the idea. And we develop the patterns. We develop the samples. Um, we develop the final product that you see on the runway. And after market, we develop the orders that go to the stores. So we are a one-stop shop for designers. And that is across the board. Whether, it, whether they are developing a belt, whether they are developing um, uh, a trim, uh, a zipper pool, or a, a whole garment, uh, a particular kind of lace, a particular kind of denim, they want certain, certain threads on the denim, whatever it is that the designer concepts, we work with them to achieve that concept. Working with our looms, uh, our meals, our fabric meals, and we have a chain of factories that we partner to, and we own our own factory in Shanghai. So um, we have a design studio in New York, and we have a sample room in Shanghai, and a, a, design, a manufacturing facility in Shanghai. So we are a one-stop shop for fashion designers and for private labels and for stores who have their own brands. And that's essentially what I do. Um, are we there? Yes, we're here. There's a hissing sound from your end or someone's mm-hmm. end that's, that I'm trying to. Yeah, someone. Okay. So over the year, I think for this year, we've had some amazing conversations around fashion and I have gained a lot from those conversations. And I'm hoping that our listeners have also picked up a few things. I think for me, among the most important conversations that we've had, I mean, honestly, this year, I think we've had a lot of conversations around branding. Yeah. Can, can I, before, Edgy, before we touch on the In conversations through the year, can I kindly ask that we also, uh, that Francisca also just share with us uh, what you do uh, as a professional in your capacity, and then we're going to go through the shows and some of the yes. to- topics that have really been compelling. I'm sorry, there's a hissing sound that's really yes. disruptive for the conversation, so please uh, check your sound areas uh, <laughs> okay, cool. So we would love to definitely hear from you, Francisca. Um, you, you're also in the business of fashion. You play in this industry for years. Uh, let's talk about who you are, what you yeah, do, yeah. and just for the listeners to get a bit more in-depth of Francisca's world. Well, since 1998, uh, I deal with fashion uh, in different uh, levels. Uh, my, my education in fashion designer and expert but uh, also I am uh, an agent in the, in the fashion company, uh, the Mario Battista, based in Lisbon, and dealing uh, be- between uh, um, Italian, uh, French, uh, and uh, European companies and uh, uh, Luso-speaking, ma- Portuguese-speaking uh, markets of Africa and uh, Brazil. So it's a very, it's a very complex uh, range of, uh, of roles and things I... I I cover, um, I cover and I covered during my, my career. Um, the, um, close to this, I have also a, a brand, a known brand, uh, Francesca Marzilli, that is, uh, that is um, um, mainly a, a made-to-measure um, atelier uh, and, uh, and a bridal and uh, for ceremonies. 
and uh, also illustrator. And this is why I founded uh, in the in April uh, uh, the Charmies line, that is uh, a line of uh, printed uh, um, printed T-shirts with my my sketches of uh, fashion. So I'm also a teacher <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> uh, three uh, three times a year. I'm also lecture. Um, um, textile technologies in the Magistil, the Scuola di Moda di Lisboa, uh, in uh, short-term courses. And uh, I travel a lot, <laughs> and I adore what I do, and I am very happy with this. Very nice. Thank you, Francisca, for that two cents. And, you know, it's not two cents. Thank All of the you. things that you do, that's not two cents, actually. <laughs> but it's good to know what <laughs> you're doing. And it's also good to know how you uh, play a role um, in the fashion industry and what you're doing to also get ahead, but also to get others to move ahead. Now, I want to just go straight into, and for those who don't know me, because nobody ever asks me, I mean, Edgy is quiet, <laughs> Francisca is quiet, You're but right, I, I feel that... I was I'm, going to ask no. you, actually. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay Edgy, go ahead and... Today, I was telling you thunder. I was going to ask you. <laughs> okay, so go ahead and ask me, Edgy. No, I mean, so for listeners, you know, I mean, Liz has been the, 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 the one constant everybody um she mirrors out everyone but no one people probably don't know as much as we should know about her how big she is and what she does and how mm-hmm. consummate she is in, in 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 her design philosophy and all of those things that she does that are just so great that people don't see but only get to hear us uh because it's all i mean without her we couldn't be on air and that is doing it on top of everything else that she does. So, I mean, for one, we are so grateful to her. And But this is also an opportunity for us to, you know, for her to tell you guys more about herself. You know, so Liz, let us <laughs> hear from you. Over to me. Well, thank you, Edgy. So I want to just say that, you know, for me, uh, I am definitely uh, a fashion industry professional uh, in my own right. Uh, I'm a fashion designer um, by profession. And uh, this is my 10-year mark. I still don't know if I'm going to be hanging from a mango tree or should I go cliff jumping again at the, in December. Or, <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do to be able to make uh, a mark and let people or remind people of my 10-year journey. But I'm just so grateful that uh, I started uh, designing and working in the design space in 2007 in Kenya. And, th- and prior to that, I was uh, a model in the modeling industry. Uh, and concurrently, I set up a modeling agency uh, in L.A. in 2004 called uh, Imani Models or Imani Model Management. Then I moved it to Kenya in 2005 because I was really concerned about the model and, you know, just the stereotypes around uh, this model, uh, where she was struggling, where she did not get uh, visibility, where she felt challenged. And I just wanted to be uh, able to house this model in a safe uh, sort of haven where they could still work and still be in a place where you feel respected, in a place where you feel you can thrive, and in a place where you can smile to the bank, because, again, that is, uh, in business, that is what we want to achieve. Um, so I have been a model for years, and then I got into the modeling industry, uh, set up the modeling agencies, and then I started designing in 2007 because I just felt like that I needed to be get my hands in even more. And uh, the good thing is I am a self-taught fashion designer, 
So everything I learn, I learn from, from either from the backstage when we started learning and sitting and for hours, you know, when you think about a model, uh, a model call time and the amount of hours you have to sit backstage, all you have in front of you is fashion, really, and naked bodies and like makeup and like whatever else. And it's up to you to actually figure out what to do with that time. Uh, so I thank God and I just, I'm grateful for the fact that I can be able to acquire knowledge so quick. And I think it's also about passion. And uh, I feel like uh, the other thing for sure is I'm a musician. For those who don't know, I uh, debuted my first album in 2010. Uh, my second album is about to drop uh, in this month. So look out for it. And for everything else that I'm doing, I'm very passionate about the industry. Uh, I came up with this concept uh, with a brother called Morwick Peterson. Uh, and that was three years ago where we thought, you know what? We need to play a role in uh, bringing the fashion industry conversations to life because that might be the savior and that's might, that mm-hmm. might be what actually helps us um, get to where we need to get to uh, as an industry and build uh, in a better and bigger way. And so this is uh, about three and a half years we are celebrating our fashion lab as well. I think it's, uh, it's not an easy road. It's not an easy thing. But I think that we definitely add value uh, to the fashion industry in one way or another. And I hope that we can add even more value. So for those stakeholders and everybody who've been a part of Fashion Lab, we really want to thank you for your time, for your input, and for just being able to tune in and plug in and believe uh, while you listen and apply where it works. So that is me. For more about me, I'm on www.lizogumbo.com. Otherwise, that is that's that is... That's about Liz. <laughs> so now I want us to go back to uh, just do sort of like a glance of the fashion industry uh, conversations that have happened here on Fashion Lab um, this year. Uh, we're going to talk uh, in the beginning of the year, if you guys remember well, we had uh, Bodhisattva, who's a musician, uh, music DJ. Uh, and we were talking about uh, brand, uh, I think we started with brand uh, music and fashion, I think. I mean, it was a very good time of the year to start talking mm-hmm. on that. So, brand images and stuff and brand, yeah. Yeah, but the main, the topic was really around music in fashion and fashion in music. And uh, it's very special. Yeah, like brand collaborations and stuff, yeah. Yeah. So, so yes. So what are some of your fashion's influence in music? Have you guys seen it um, become something bigger? Have you seen it really um, expand? When you think about Buddy and our conversation with him, uh, when you look at the end of this year, do you guys feel like we've actually had some really big influences from the fashion industry into music and vice versa? And like, what are, what's your, what are, what, what are your thoughts? I mean, music and fashion have always been <laughs> a constant, you know, Musicians have to look good, and fashion designers make them look good. And and fashion designers love being showcased by designers, just as designers love being showcased by fashion designers. That's a, that's a marriage that actually is just unbreakable, and it's been there for so long. Um, so <clears throat> I think for me, the, uh, for me, that's always... It's a, I mean, as a conversation... Uh, it's a constant, you know, musicians are continually working uh, with fashion designers. To be honest with you, I don't see how, how, anywhere else, you know, how else these two people express themselves except to each other, you know? Yeah, so uh, that one, that, that's, the converse, that's, that's, a, that's a tandem that will always be there, those two. 
Mm, that was very interesting. In my opinion. That was yeah. very interesting. Yeah. Um, do we guys also remember uh, the other show around? Uh, yeah, go ahead, Francisca. No, no. Uh, um, I, I was uh, just uh, confirming what uh, the AG said. The, it's, a, it's an undetachable uh, combination, especially in this period, uh, music and fashion. Even to, to in, the, in a commercial of fashion, you need the music on the ground. And it, it has to be the right music promote the right image of the of the of the collection so i think it's a more and more undetachable uh, an undetachable combination between fashion and music yes. and also uh, as as designer i can tell you that uh, i work a lot and i create a lot and i i'm very very productive when i have uh, the right background of music Mm -hmm. uh, in, the, in reality, be honest. Uh, being honest, uh, I, I I choose uh, some uh, music, some kind of music, some groups uh, to to create more uh, to give you more drive. More, uh, yes, and to give you more motivation uh, yeah. and drive. Yes, and, yes, yes. Uh, music drives me a lot. Yes, yes. It's yeah. beautiful, guys. Yeah, I think it's, in, it's a constant. Yes. yes. Go ahead. I was going to say, ahead. in January, we also touched on Africa fashion going global with Sofia Villarino. That was the Africa, Moda Africa thing uh, that happened. Uh, if you guys remember, I was also in Portugal for that. And we spoke about Africa fashion going global as well. And uh, I think for me, that was what was, I mean, I think that's what uh, sort of um, incited or brought this topic to life. We also had a fashion design exclusive with Rui Silva. And we definitely spoke about style and fashion in the corporate world with Nadima Kahan, who, who one of the things we all still remember is the yes. ID. So mm -hmm. any, any other thoughts on, the, on our, our, you know, on those topics in January last year? I mean, in January this year, any other thoughts, anything you want to add on or... No, I think I think for me the, the thing with honestly the the the, the session with, with Nadima stuck with me in, in the sense of just your own personal identity, how that is important because yes. it translates into how you shop, you yes. know? Yes. How you shop the brands that you, you, you love, um the environments that you, you you want to live in. It was such a it was such a cross um pollinating uh, subject you know like it went it, it did cut across all the things that you did in your life so that 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 topic was huge for me i it, it stuck with me and it's still it's still it's still, it's still with I you care about, about and and still yeah. touches on what yeah. when you mentioned yeah when you mentioned at the beginning of this show about branding and how it actually if we look through most of our topics through this year branding has come back one way or the other ID, even if it's uh, yes. something that Dima is talking about when it comes to fashion in the corporate world and style, still comes back to branding. Yes. So I feel like branding has come in and out of the conversations all through the year. And um, that just shows that that is a very, very important uh, uh, topic to really think about, to wrap our heads about around and, you know. And yes, so um, Francisca, uh, I know... in Africa, though. Yes, so especially in Africa. It, yes. I just, uh, yeah, I was just going to, yeah. Anyway, I was just going to say, especially in Africa, just because with, is branding is what elevates brands, you know, is what elevates you as a, as, a, as a designer or as a person, you know. So, you know, it's a good topic for Africa, especially. I think so, too. We need to elevate the game. 
Now, I want to say uh, in February last year, we touched on the impact of counter, counter, counterfeiting. And that was such a big thing at the time. Uh, and we obviously uh, plugged in. Uh, I don't remember who plugged in, but I know that we had a real conversation about this and where sh- where we should be going. We also spoke about stress, uh, managing health and stress in the fashion industry. And we also touched on a fashion design exclusive with Nicola Conradi. But uh, the health and stress is a very big topic that even if we didn't touch on it again, it is something that, you know, in this industry, which is not for the faint hearted, if you cannot find a way to manage your health and stress uh, in this space, you, you, you might as well pack your bags and really like go home. Uh, so I think that that was very, very important. We were joined by uh, uh, Farai Simoi. We spoke also to uh, Saeed Maya. Remember yes. The, yes. And remember yes, those things. Yes, I actually yes, need yes, to book a, a revive before we go away on holiday because I, I'm going to need all of that. <laughs> Even just for the holiday. So I think the stress, the stress, managing stress levels, some of these topics are very odd, but when you listen to them, you actually realize everything touches. I feel like when I say fashion is like water, I feel like everything touches on fashion in so many ways that you have to just wait, find a way to manage your health, manage your stress, and then you can get into the battlefield and win. Uh, the mm-hmm. counter, yeah, the counterfeiting as well, I think was something that we really touched on how it was affecting fashion brands. And how the situation is being managed? Does anyone feel like anything's changed so far, or any to, any feedback on any of these topics? Uh, uh, Francesca, what do you think? I think that my my uh, since I'm I'm joining the Fashion Lab Africa, uh, I'm. I'm very touched from every, every, every guest that we had because uh, everyone has his own experience and is uh, so, and he was so kind, he or she, of course, was so kind to share uh, his uh, experience in working and uh, in work and uh, in a human uh, perspective. So uh, it's difficult to choose. But Mm -hmm. if I, I, if, I could choose uh, the one, uh, the, the interview, the, the, the show more touching for me. Mm. Uh, it was with the, uh, with the. I know with who. The photograph from. <laughs> On Devo uh, photography, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that really, yeah. that yeah, that so really touched wow. us. Yeah. That touched everybody and beyond. But because I think for. Opened. Yes. And I think, Francisca, we are not actually choosing. We are just touching base on some of the conversations that were really compelling and, and actually how they touch our lives. We are all in business. And uh, when we dissect the business behind fashion and come up with these topics, these, these topics that really touch and then there's stories within those topics like Ondivo really touched us, all of us. I mean, we, I think we all have our, had our hunkies. And, yes. and, and literally felt those tears rolling or oh, our hearts just crying but just crying in a positive way to say wow there's actually hope for um there's hope for everyone the, the, the other too. episode that uh, the 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 other the other radio show that uh, i remember with a lot of pleasure was was the the one with the misspoke uh, uh the, yeah the sound of the misspoke yeah Yes. I adore to to yes. hear yes. his enthusiasm and to it was contagious. It's so yes. something uh, yes. coming. It, it, I was invested by a wave of enthusiasm and uh, progress and uh, evolution and 
uh, I adore that. Mm. I adore his energy, and I still follow him. And uh, mm. I, I, mm-hmm. I'm already, I'm already mm-hmm. in touch with, uh, still in touch with them with, yes, for, yes, for other things. Yes. Mm. I also, I also mm. like the Miss Book show. The only thing uh, is, I have to connect with Said. His, his name is Said, right? I have to connect with, is it yeah, Saeed? Seed. 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 Yes, Seed Hassan. Yeah. I have to connect with him because I personally, as an Android user, I'm not really winning with this thing. So it's just really, it's not, nothing's gonna, I, I'm, I'm not sure what's gonna happen here, but I think that, yes, I love what he's doing. However, we are left out. So that's something that we really need to encourage him to start thinking about because there's millions and billions of Android users who would like to also, uh, take advantage of the same, um, sort of offering, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah, no, just we had we had. I think I feel like we we had a, we had we had some really good messages, you know. And to be honest with you, I'm I'm sure that people will appreciate how we felt about Fashion Week this time from how we felt the, about the last Fashion Week before the one that just passed because we were so full of praise for the way Fashion Week was done this time. Mm. We, we felt better. So you mean SA um, Fashion Week? You know? Yes. We felt better, you know. I don't know what impact, you know, I, I don't know what the influences are on it, but whatever it is that is influencing it, I, we are able to be a part of that influence. And I, I just feel like it, it was a much better show. Um, hmm. uh, but you were there, mm-hmm. um, you, yeah. So you probably have um, other opinions, but I no, we have all um, the, the the sentiments are, I, are are quite similar because we've we we have these interviews okay. with SA Fashion Week every season, and um, being there and being able to see what was different from the previous is definitely it was very obvious. It definitely for me, I think uh, yes. SA Fashion Week this this season was one of the best SA Fashion Weeks for me in so many ways. And uh, we've spoken about that on the show. For those who are wondering what we're talking about, that show is somewhere on our podcasts. Just log on to fashionlabafrica.com and uh, check out the podcasts um, to find out more insights about how we felt, what was different, what uh, was upgraded, what just what just made it a better show this time. Uh, another show that I really liked was around the African fashion consumer and just understanding how his psyche. And I, we were joined by Wanjiko Nyoike from the designer studio in Nairobi and also uh, transporter Sharon, Sharon Olago, who's also my cousin. But it was a very interesting time to talk about insights from other fashion consumers and entrepreneurs from other parts of the continent. Because, you know, people sit here and we sit here and we think sometimes that you can sit down in Johannesburg and decide how Africa feels about things. That's not that does not work. So I think for me, that step of being able to touch base with the. with them was a very great opportunity to give us insights of, listen, what's happening in Cape Town is different from Durban, is different from Lagos, is different from Accra, is different from East Africa. Even even East Africa on its own is too big. Kenya, Nairobi on its own is just a different ball game, And that was good for us because it also gives you that insight, I mean, that conscience of how to continue to get your brand to the consumer. And then you obviously... Uh, start taking advantage of the fact that the consumer, the middleman is now pulled out. We've had quite a lot of shows also just about how to really get to the consumer. So I think that that out of highlights of this year's shows, I feel like besides branding, consumer, um, 
consumerism and how to uh, get to the consumer, how to get your product to the consumer has been something that I see as a weaving thread that has gone through different topics. But really, because at the end of the day, if you don't know your consumer, there's nothing. You cannot be in business. You're not, you cannot sell. So I thought yeah. those were, that was a great, um, uh, that was a great show amongst a lot of other shows. Um, so African fashion consumer, according to style, there was a social commerce as well. We actually had social commerce, e-commerce part one and two. Do you guys remember that as well? Yeah, e-commerce was also yeah. Because that was that was misspoke uh, on one, and then there was just uh, yeah, the FYI online yeah, team. Yeah. On and we touched on e-commerce quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. We touched on e-commerce. I think a few shows. Yes, I think so too. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's present in the in every in every in every, every situation. Yeah. Thing we say because uh, it's a it's a big trend now. Well, you cannot shop. Uh, fashion uh, without doing it online you, you can see in the windows but uh, in the end you do it online so <laughs> we also very actual very yes i think the the fashion and media also played a role like i said some of these conversations even though they're different subject matters they still come back and touch on all of that because after mm-hmm. social commerce mm-hmm. we went into fashion media we had the asm group and then I think we had another, we had two fashion medias, but there was the ASM group and then there was Kweku Ansa from Canoe Magazine, if you guys remember. But it was very different insights. Kweku sits in yeah, Ghana. Yeah, I remember them. Yes. And then uh, Amaka and Binkanyi sit in the US. So I think it was uh, just a great, great conversations to have and to see how uh, media plays a role in fashion and obviously even extends to sales and how we sell our, our, our products and our services. Um, I think that was really cool. The fashion education curriculum. Yeah. Yeah. But that's a topic that I I think that we, we, we need need to to come back to me too. You know? Yeah. We should, because that's like the base, the foundation for, for everyone, you know, Mm. does that. To, to begin to formulate the right kind of thinking, um, see how schools can help students. Because fashion education is changing a lot, you know. Um, uh, it's the, the curriculum is changing. Some, some right now it's because of just the the education system is here is so evolved also where schools are not so formulaic anymore, you know. So I think fashion education is the same. It's a bit more broader and wider and looser, you know? Mm. Yeah. So that's something that we need to bring more to focus. Yeah. Do you guys also remember the brand development? We spoke to uh, Elikem. Again, that was a different... When we speak about brands, gosh, we've really touched on brands this year. Anyway, I think that brand development was definitely... uh, again, aligned with branding on a different angle. And that's why we had Elikim the tailor mm-hmm. uh, come in and just share yes. with us how mm-hmm. he's, yeah. he's branding yeah. himself and how he's using that to actually create a brand that's bigger than him. Uh, but I'll tell you guys, the one, my, one of my other highlights this year was definitely denim. And not because I was showing denim, but just because, gosh, we went on a month and ramped on denim all month long. And I think that that was so amazing because we got to touch on denim in so many facets, in so many ways that I've got people who say they only listen to the show and then realized, oh, there's raw denim and there's, 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 there's raw denim and then there's, um, 
There's raw denim and what's the normal denim? Washed denim. And my husband well, these days. Basic. There's yeah. raw. There's raw. There's basic. There's premium. Yeah, but I think yeah, but there's the the denim. thing is the 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 two different denim. How to identify two different types of denim is really raw and washed. And I'm just saying that what we think is obvious is not obvious yeah, because. Raw and washed, yeah. Because my husband this day says, okay, I'm buying a pair of jeans. Um, he's like, okay, is that raw or is that wash? I'm like, Baba, get out of the mentality of like, is it raw? If you like the denim, buy it. Stop asking about like, why do people get so caught up in it? But only after the shows well, the do you get there people. There isn't, lot, there isn't a lot of raw denim. The good thing is there is not a whole lot of raw denim out there. Yeah, but in Africa there is not more. A whole lot of in in Africa, in Africa we have we are full of raw denim because our in our you know we don't have the laundries to be able to manage um, all of what you are doing, Edgy, on a different side. So just anyway, for me, I, I the, mean, yeah, it's, they, they it's just, probably wash it a little bit. Yeah, but we don't have to the same. Raw, we do not have the same technology. Yeah, that that the real denim, right, um, you know, right. sort of real denim production yeah, spaces absolutely. have. So we end up just being happy with, the, you know, with just your simple raw denim, and then you make it work. <laughs> so I think that denim was very interesting um, on how uh, it actually got people really thinking. Things like how to wash denim. I mean, yeah. it sounds so basic and silly, but there you go. We had that. Uh, as one of our topics on that whole four weeks of denim, but that's amazing. Uh, so yes, we've had, uh, the ethical fashion, uh, you know, element as well. I don't know if we need to maybe touch more on it next year because I feel like even though we did have mm-hmm. Karen Pibas and we spoke about that, uh, I feel like there's a bit more towards the end of this year. We've had a lot of conscience and a lot of social, uh, responsible, Sort of brands coming out, and that to me still falls more, under the more and more, yes, more and more. more and more. And so the conversations we are beginning to have is, yeah. is we are not, not we are, I don't think we are, we are going to be having conversations around be conscious anymore, or think about it, or think about echo, or think about sustainability, or think about ethical ways to play. I think people are catching up and have caught up, and I think that the next step is going to be how to move it a notch higher. But we've actually touched on sustainability mm. and conscience in a few shows in different ways that have just woven through, especially through this last quarter. And I think that it's great that we are mm-hmm. paying attention. Let's talk about Black I Friday. Like also <laughs> to talk about... Uh, yes, I was, I was telling this. I was, uh, I was suggesting this because um, I liked... Uh, not only uh, the Black Friday one, but uh, uh, also the the show about the outlet and uh, discounts promotions mm-hmm. that we had, that we that we had with uh, Gerard Foster. Mm. Uh, that uh, I think uh, and and the, the Shirley MacLean that uh, yes. was very very interesting. I I. I had the feeling uh, it was a very short uh, episode. Yeah, we could <laughs> do it again. Uh, it was the first part, uh, and I was waiting for the second one, the the, 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 the next week. So uh, it's been interesting also. Yes. Even and because, uh, you, you see, uh, we have the Black Friday, now Cyber Monday, and then uh, other promotions, and it never ends. Yes. Is, yeah, uh, in, in China, they even have the single day. <laughs> yeah. Huge, too. Yeah, every wow. single day. Is, uh, it's good yeah. for discounts. Wow. Yeah, yeah. it's big so. in China, the singles day. It's like mm-hmm. a big, big deal in China. 
Mm-hmm. It's very yeah. good. It's very good. But I also think that we should do more of uh, just, I think, and that ties in with uh, the, you know, the impact of Amazon on retail. And then obviously, if you think about it again, is, you know, these outlets that are really just monetizing and still smiling to the bank despite the current situ. Uh, I think that's a conversation to have more here. And one of the things I know for sure also is that we don't have much of those in the continent. Whether you think about it from the east, west, north, central, south, we don't rarely have the Bista villages of the, you know, of 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 the of the UK in 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 you know or the may or the or the what do you call them? What's the other ones in in the US? You've got you've got uh, Ross, you've got uh, Marshalls, you've got uh, and a lot of other mm. bigger bigger um, sort of uh, discount stores where you still get the same brands for uh, less value. I just think that that's a great conversation to have next year and see how the temperature is here in the continent and just see mm. what's, what's going to change and how it's going to change because brands, I feel, generally can barely survive on sales. So uh, with these discount stores and how they are set up, I'm sure there is, a, there is a, an interesting strategy around it and how it's set up and how mm-hmm. and which brands are involved and how they get to make a break. So getting into the psyche of it should be something I think we should... Uh, you know, we should unpack next year, just so we also understand what it yeah, is. The, and, the, and I feel like the adamance around Black Friday is the same mentality around uh, outlet stores, outlet sales, like, you know, because people always think, gosh, the first thing anyone thinks is, gosh, how am I going to survive? If I had to mark down to this, how am I going to survive? So it's about getting into a different psyche, which will be able to empower us more so that when you hear sales or when you have to put down or mark down a bit or associate or get your staff into one of these outlets, you might actually have more visibility in these outlets than even though you think you're probably going to get broke and die. So changing our mentality around this and understanding it in a deeper level is very crucial. And also it's a question of scale, you know, economies of scale. Uh, when, when, when a company like, say, Old Navy, for instance, sells a pair of jeans on sale for, say, $30, right? They are still beating the cost price of that jeans by more than four times. Yes. You know? But that's why you we know? need to understand because, the because psyche. They have the sale to, they, yeah. They yeah. Are producing very cheap. So it's not like they're, they're really, yeah. So I think, Edgy, that's what I'm saying. It's a lot, even for me personally, it would be still, I would be interested in understanding more about how the brand can survive uh, and still have tremendous sales without necessarily um, compromising the brand, but making sure that all those uh, sort of um, visible points of interest of business actually give the brand better visibility and higher sales again at the end of the day. It's just the things we never think. Everyone think one plus one is one when one plus one can be two. Sorry, everyone think one plus one is two when it can actually be one. So I think it's about mm-hmm. understanding mm-hmm. yeah, these things are this this is business um getting into this business um uh conversations on a deeper level with experts who can actually share with you how you can win. And what's funny is you look like you're losing but you're actually winning. 
So it's it's about seeing beyond <laughs> how we think. Um, when we lean on our own understanding in these things, we just lose because everything just seems so scary. You don't even want to take uh, the risk. Anyway, guys, <laughs> it's been so cool. The last show we had last week, that was so much. Uh, it was so good as well. I mean, the show around social responsibility and fashion. And I think that when I said we are moving mm-hmm. on a conscious level and you realize when you look around that there's a lot of conscious brands who are playing uh, very ethically and I think that that's the best thing we can do for ourselves so there's so much uh, to talk about around these shows uh, this is 2017 we're getting to wrap uh, wrap up on and I think for me all I want to do is just wish you brands out there the very best I hope that during your holiday time you can actually lie down on that beach with your piña colada or your glass of wine mm. or whatever it is and really think about what you're going to do differently next year to get better results and just applying some of the uh, reality. You cannot play in this game without keeping up with what's happening. Not the Kardashians, but the movement. I mean, the world is evolving <laughs> so quick that the world. everything is moving at a pace where if you don't adapt, you will be left behind. And it's going to yeah. be so much harder to catch up. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, Edgy, uh, what are your last parting shots at the end of this year? Now that we are about to get onto who would you want to address and why? Well, my parting shots, because we discussed so many things over the over the the, 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 the period of the year, uh, whether it's branding, whether it's uh, it's online like uh, online sales, uh, whether it's um, social media, uh, just just like for African designers to understand that each of these little things matter, you know. We bring them up because they matter. And if they can just speak little things that can help them, um, that's all we want to achieve, like to help Africa, uh, help, the, help the industry in Africa grow a little bit. Thank you, Edge. And what, Francisca, what are your parting shots to the industry and to those who are tuned in? For the, for, uh, for, uh, the, the all, all of us in the end. <laughs> Uh, be honest, be authentic, and uh, if your voice is, you must delegate someone uh, and uh, uh, and uh, invest on them. Thank you. Thank you very much. For me, I've been able to share all of my, t- I keep sharing as we go. So I think, you know, I've said enough. Um, and I think that it is that time of year to think and to just change the way that you do things to get better results. Uh, who would you want to address and why is up? We're going to start with you, Francisca. <laughs> <laughs> Today, I would like to dress uh, the Linda Evangelist. She's an icon of, of my, my, when I, when I was younger, <laughs> but uh, she's an, uh, uh, a timeless icon in the end. So I would like a lot to dress her. Thank you. Edgy, who would you want to dress and why? I don't know. I think I want to dress myself. Differently for this year. I mean, for next year especially. Like, find another brand other than Diesel that I would love. I mean, I have a lot of brands, but I'm only in love with Diesel for my pants. That's what I want to. And you? Who do you want to dress? I would like to dress my mom. No, please. Yeah, I would like to dress my mom because she's so. 
picky. I don't even know what to do with myself. I'm already just thinking, gosh, I'll be seeing her in a few days and I'm thinking now, which dress do I carry five and then see which one she picks? And even when I carry five, each of them have something. She's like, uh-uh, no, uh, that, uh-uh, that one's too red. Uh-uh, that one's sleeve, the sleeve needs to be two inches higher. That one needs, and I'm just like, my gosh, my husband says I'm fussy, but I'm like, wait until you meet my mom. And she's definitely someone who we've grown up with when it comes to our style, aesthetic and stuff. She's very chic. She's very fresh. She spent a lot of time in France and really got into that Parisian style of fashion. And she really is an, she really epitomizes style, but I just cannot believe that I am going to see her and I'm carrying five dresses and I might come back with five. So anyway, pray for me on that tip, but mommy is who I want to dress today. <laughs> thank you for joining us, Edgy. Francisca, thank you for joining us. Uh, for those of our listeners, thank uh, you. you know where to find us. We are on fashionlabafrica.com and you know that we, you can, we can all, you can find us also on social media. We're on Twitter at fashionlabaf and on Instagram and Facebook at fashionlabafrica. We definitely would love to hear from you during the holiday. We'll be chilling, but we will still be uh, alive because remember we have to uh, keep on our toes we cannot just be closed for business so all the best yeah. to you all yes. the best to you edgy and fran and uh until next year thank it is you peace and love. You too. okay bizu, bizu. <laughs> beiju, beiju. <laughs> bye bye this is cliffcentral.com